0: Okay, hey everybody, welcome to this is the second episode of the Nativist Podcast and I am so excited to be here with my girl Brittany Dianelli. She is one badass babe, so I first met her about three and a half years ago, we were just doing the math, which blows my mind that it's been that long, when she first came to Pocatello and she... Took the hairstyling world by storm. She is amazing y'all. She's been doing my hair since I met her three and a half years and I had first heard how incredible she was so of course I had to get in her chair and I've been so happy ever since and I've sent a lot of friends over to her who have been so happy. She is so talented and she has quite the resume behind her so she has done some incredible things and we'll get into that later. And I want to give her some time to kind of give a brief intro on herself. She is amazing, and she has so much to offer. So, Brittany, I'll tell us a little bit about you. I
1: don't even know how to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you. Um, yeah, I've been a uh, hairdresser, or I like to call it a hairapist. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) but really, so many hats Uh, for about twelve years now. I work in um, here in Pocatello. I own a business here. I own a salon, Uh, and I also am based out of Los Angeles and Las Vegas, where I also work on clients, have a full clientele that I still keep and travel for, and then I also uh, educate for a company called Daviness that I'm super passionate about sustainable, sustainable, I should say, beauty uh, brand. So. Yeah, I am I'm a dog mom, and I am a thirty-two-year-old uh, unmarried woman.
0: Whoa, scandalous! Ooh. Especially in this town. By Solidarity, choice. sister. <laughs> Do you see why we bonded? This is, it. this is
1: what it's all about: feminism. It's exactly, cool girl power.
0: No, you guys, she amazes me because. So let me just brag on Brittany for a bit. She is not only is she drop dead beautiful, oh but God, she so. also is one of the most. She stuns me with how driven and on the go she is. This girl is literally always on the go. She's driving to Vegas. She's traveling all over. Didn't you just go to Italy?
1: Yeah, I was in Italy
0: and Ireland. Yeah, Ireland. Oh, wow. (laughs) Dying to go to Ireland. So she is nonstop. She just will floor you with just her drive and her ambition and how she gets things done. she's incredibly intelligent and so good at what she does and she has a lot of wisdom too after her 32 years so I think you guys will really like what you hear and I think that you guys will really like this podcast so thanks for tuning in so are you ready for the first question
1: oh you are so good at your questions This girl, I should have got her in when I was interviewing girls for my receptionist position. Like, just the questions that I see on this, I'm like, I'm a little, I'm a little nervous, guys.
0: <laughs> she will wow you. I have no doubt. I have full faith in you.
1: I'm an oracle. Yeah, you are.
0: You are. You're a therapist oracle. I'm a wealth
1: of knowledge from yes. behind a hair chair.
0: That's the truth. Okay, so first question. So you are undeniably successful that can't be contested so to what do you attribute your success in life
1: oh well I think you kind of used the word already I would say drive Mm -hmm. ambition motivation being motivated I'm self-employed so I really have to be be. my biggest cheerleader (laughs) like I do um I have always been known in my family as like the kid running before she was born, you know, so. I believe it, yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely somebody who likes to get shit done. I, I don't wait for others. Not that I'm not a team player, but I'm typically the lead, you know. I'm just more of a, all right, how can we do it? And you take
0: charge and you do it. You (laughs) get things done.
1: Yeah.
0: So I just, I keep saying I'm amazed, but truly you amaze me because not only do you work all day, and it's an all-day job, and then you go home, and you create these, like, culinary masterpieces. (laughs) It's not like she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired, I'm just going to make some mac and cheese. Like, she puts together feasts (laughs) that make me drool just looking at them. I
1: think one of the biggest ways I can unwind myself from being wound up all day is cooking. And I really enjoy cooking, so... I do say if I didn't do hair, I would probably have gone into culinary. Oh, wow. Uh, but I really, food is love, and I'm a very open, loving person, and I typically just want to feed you.
0: Yeah. You are,
1: oh, yes, yes <laughs> you are, like, one of
0: the most nurturing people.
1: I just really like to eat. I like to work. Yeah. And I like to talk, so.
0: There you go. There you That's go. your life. <laughs> <laughs> but even on your off days, I've noticed, you don't just sit around on Netflix
1: no you're going yeah
0: like you're going to Bear Lake you're going some on some even small getaway but you're going somewhere
1: I have to I kind of feel like um it's difficult for me to live out here it's really rural yeah being born and raised in like a concrete city if you will you know it's like a go from six million people around you at all times where you're just one cell in the sea to being in like a town of 65,000 as a business owner you're very much magnified, especially if you are good at what you do, and I do appreciate you saying that, it's very kind of you, but I notice it for other people in town who are Mm -hmm. good, spotlight is on them, and um, I've always had the mindset, like, collaboration over competition, so I think the best way for me to do that is to disassociate myself a little bit from what I do all day long, every day, and try to get out and do something else. I'm not really, like, um, an outdoorsy girl, but I am from... Long Beach. So I'm really in, I miss the ocean. And so I do like yeah. to go to Bear Lake and enjoy little mini like kind of ocean feeling days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, um, you know, it's I really try, do. I do, I try to change my scenery. I try to change, um, my day to day. I'm not a big TV watcher. Uh, I think it's because I worked in film for so long that yeah. I, I don't really watch it a lot. I see a lot of mistakes. And so yeah. my type A comes out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So first two things I want to ask you. So does that recharge you then? To always yeah. go, go, go.
1: It definitely does because um I'm a colorist by trade. That's really what I love to do. Uh-huh. And I find I draw a lot of inspiration from oh, changing my scenery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, like, different colors. I see yeah. different people. I see different clothing. Yeah. I see I see a lot of, I'm sometimes judging those things. But I see <laughs> <laughs> them. I, I see things. And sometimes my favorite thing to do is to go to different um, areas. I recently went to Twin Falls. I've never been, and I just drove up to go. Because oh, yeah. someone told me, like, the bridge view is really yes, cool. So yeah. I, I legit did this. I had nothing to do, so I drove over there. Nice. And I looked over the bridge, and I was, just like, oh, my God, I love, like, the orange and the green. Yeah. You know, so I'm weird. Like, I kind of do it for that reason. Totally. So I guess it's for work still. That like, makes
0: sense, though. Yeah. That so. connection, that makes sense. Okay. And then I also wanted to touch on your background in film and the industry mm-hmm. and so you did makeup and like tell us what yeah, you've done with I that. I mostly
1: did makeup. I actually worked as a makeup artist for about 15 years of my life so far. Wow. Um, I would say 10 of those years were core in uh, film and TV. Wow. I had a lot of clients I serviced for um, the Emmys and the American like Music Awards. Wow, stuff like see that. she's legit. Yeah. So I used to like dream that I would be a um, a special effects makeup artist, that's actually what I wanted to be. Really? You know, I, when I grew up, that's what a job I wanted. My whole family thought I'd be a lawyer. <laughs> and if you know me at all, you're laughing. You know why? I'm not argumentative or not passionate. <laughs> so um, everyone thought I would either be an actress or a lawyer. That's dramatic. <laughs> but, um, that's funny. What's funny is I've always actually enjoyed being behind the camera and I love watching Characters take shape, and I also love that I can enhance a project with character work. Yeah. And I really think um, when you work in film, it's just such a family, and I love that about the salon life, too. It's a, it's a group of people coming together, collaborating, and creating something together that could not be created without each one person doing yeah. their job. Yeah, And so I love film, and I aspire to be in feature films for whatever... Tolkien movie they were gonna make yeah, again, you know, yeah, and yeah, that's what yeah. I really wanted. But I did tell myself if I didn't make Union by thirty, that I would um, I I wouldn't do it anymore. Really? Yeah. So I stopped because huh. I didn't make it.
0: Good. Wow. She's. <laughs> She's so talented with um her makeup. You do Halloween. You do like yeah. Home now House. I now
1: I just save it for Halloween. I invite friends. And oh, I'm you guys to should come see. Get,
0: like the craziest makeup of their life. it is the craziest makeup. I do. I'll
1: like totally like sculpt a face for you. Yes. Kind of yes. Yep.
0: Okay. Wow. <laughs> Insane. Okay. Next question. So, what is a successful life to you? What does success look like?
1: You know. I think a successful life looks like happiness. Yeah. I like that. But what is happiness? Yeah,
0: me? that begs that question. Really, what
1: makes you happy? Right. Whitney and I were just talking about this. Yes, we were. You know, I I find fulfillment in work. I don't desire to be a mother or a wife. I'm not discrediting those jobs at all because they are hard jobs. <laughs> yes, yes. And I think that stay-at-home moms do not get enough credit. But Agreed. I don't know how I could do both. I really sometimes, like, am blown away by those women, for sure. Um, But I think for me, happiness is um, fulfillment. And for me, I'm fulfilled by art. And for me, I create art, or I try to be involved in art, or I try to see art. So for me, that's, I want to look back at my life and know that I created, and I was Mm -hmm. a part of things. And that, that for me, is what makes me happy. It might be kind of a materialistic choice. Not but. at all. No. <laughs> that's, for me, that's what that is.
0: No. And again, it varies from person to person too, what a successful or a happy life
1: mm-hmm. looks like
0: to them. And we were talking about just America's or the Western society's glorification of busy. And yeah. you have some of these European cultures or other cultures who find value in the leisure and that's a yeah, successful CS, life for them exactly exactly
1: <laughs> it if is hard to, if you don't, you don't know, have
0: a siesta it's not a successful it's
1: day it's so true like every time I, I travel quite a bit and i travel out of the country at least twice a year and i am constantly reminded that i need to slow down
0: yeah. and oh.
1: i don't like that I'm reminded that <laughs> <laughs> I actually really struggle. I'm, I'm most unhappy when I'm unproductive.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you there. And so it's reconciling. Yeah, just... And again, yeah. I think it's just figuring out what works for you and standing by that. Yeah. And not kind of... Everybody has an idea of a successful life, but just holding true to your own version of success, I think that's what will make you happy. So... <laughs> this might be a tough one. (laughs) What's been your favorite failure or lesson if you don't want to term it as a failure? (sighs) I've had lots of those.
1: (laughs) You know, I, I don't mind that word. I think that the only way to grow is to be uncomfortable. Yes. And I think the only way to find discomfort in our life is to make mistakes. Yes. To learn from them and make better choices. I'm a big advocate for uh, being responsible for your choices. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I I'm would have really to good say, at that. I've had a lot of failures, a lot. It would be hard for me to, that's a hard question. Um, I think one of the biggest lessons I have ever had you were um, a witness to. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I had something really, really awful happen to me uh, last Christmas. I opened my first salon ever uh, at 12 Years Behind the Chair. I opened my first salon here in Pocatello. And I never wanted to be a salon owner. Yeah, I really still don't. <laughs> um, and I and I knew I, I knew it would be hard. And I and I watched so many people fail at it. Yeah. And I thought, well, at least I know what not to do. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a lot more room for adding to that. But there's definitely things I know not to do. And I and I think that I could create something that doesn't exist here. And so. Um, I know you guys can't see me, but I'm heavily tattooed, and I am very liberal, I have a very, very, very big mouth, and I don't take any shit, (laughs) and when you live in a very tiny conservative town... People don't like that so much. And Very off putting for a lot of people. It's so off putting. I don't have children. I, I live with a man. I'm not married to him. Oh my lord. How dare she? How dare? And I drink every night. I have to. Um, but yeah, anyway. yeah. So, you know, you're already, I was batting a thousand in this whole situation. I also was coming from a little bit of a tumultuous situation from my previous salon owner who had a lot of those feelings about me. So it was kind. Kind of one of those things where I was like okay I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it I believe in myself yay and all my friends and all my clients and anybody who really honestly knows me was just like team yes like yes, do it yes, yes. and so I scraped up like everything I had <laughs> and I just made it happen. You yeah. know, I made it happen with a lot of help too. Though like my boyfriend helped me and his best friend helped me and between those two boys and they built everything for me and, and my really good friend Kayla stepped in and helped me too and you, you know you like I said you can't do something just singularly. Um I really believe people need people. Also, I'm a sand fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So um anyway, I, I just threw myself into it, and I actually I was able to, between applying for the business license and um, opening my doors, were 15 days. Wow. See? Yeah, so it's not just shocking? We hustled. We hustled yes. because, you know what? When you're self-employed, you really don't have a choice. So um, we got it together. We made it happen, and we had a really amazing opening, and we did so well, and we're still doing well. There is a sad part to the story, though. Um, I made the mistake, and here's a big failure and a big lesson for me, I made the mistake of trusting somebody um, whom, honestly, I had no reason not to, but I had been told by many other people not to. But in the time frame that I knew this individual, we had a lot of a good a good relationship, and mm-hmm. a good candor with each other. We, we, mm-hmm. had, we had a great relationship. She was a longtime client of mine, and uh, she had a building, and she wasn't retiring, and it was already plum for a salon, and, you know, you, you just follow the dots and it leads you right to perfect. This works for me. Um, my partner was really not interested in me getting involved with this, this individual because of everything we had heard. And I was like, well, I'm not getting involved. I'm opening my business and I'm renting it from this person. So without all the gory details, some really, really tragic things happened that were highly illegal. Uh, one of the main things was my water was shut off (sighs) (laughs) The day before Christmas Eve while I had clients in the chair, which is totally called a self-help addiction, um, I was re-keyed out of my business illegally on Christmas Eve, (sighs) and because this is a very conservative religious-based town, my lawyer was unavailable to me until three days after Christmas. Oh, man. And all of this was happening because I refused service after having her become extremely abusive to me as a landlord, and I told her I would no longer service her as a client, that she was breaching our contract, she was breaking our lease, she was slandering me, she, you name it, this woman did it to me over the course of four to five months of owning my first salon. I persevered through it because I knew I was not incorrect, I opened up a lawsuit, I, I had a start and cease and desist, you name it. I protected myself and my girls and my staff, and there, there were eight of us total, and this... This all fell on me and also onto them and their clients. And um, I was harassed. I was followed. I was threatened. I was um, totally wow. like, you name it. I'm not kidding. You can't make it up. Like, wow. it's, it's crazy what happened to yeah. me. And so eventually I ended up having to break in and get out of my space I did wow. a court order and I had to get as much as I could as fast as I could. So fast. And you were actually one of the people to help me in that. And so um, it was a really dramatic, horrible couple of days. And I was able to just think quick and act quick and protect myself legally because I, you know, I'm not from here and I don't mean this to sound the way it can sound, but I'm extremely educated on my rights. Right. And I grew up in a real estate household. And I know what's right and what's wrong when it comes to leases. I know what's right and what's wrong when it's come to property rights and tenant rights and landlord rights because I'm a landlord too. So mm-hmm. I know those things. Mm-hmm. Um, And I fought for what was right and I still am fighting for what is right. And I don't care really what it costs because the principle of the matter was that someone needed to do the right thing. Right. Now, after all of this has gone down, and I've since relocated, and we're still doing so great, we have a whole new, like, addition to the salon, we're able to take more people, like, it it wasn't a bad thing for the salon, as much as it was just stressful for me. Sure. Um, you know, we rose above it, and one of the biggest things that's come to fruition from that whole thing is, you open up the background of that individual, Mm -hmm. and they have done this to multiple people multiple times, and it was sealed information until I opened up the lawsuit, so... I was validated even though in the moment I felt like I made the biggest mistake and I, and I shouldn't have did this and I shouldn't have did that. And ultimately the reason I'm choosing to even use this story is because it taught me resilience. Yeah. Most people, I think in that situation, in even me in another life probably would have just been like, oh God, oh no, give up, close it, never mind." Um, and I'm just too stubborn for that.
0: You you spring right into survival mode, and you just get it done. You don't play well with me. Yes, you kick into gear.
1: And I'm like that with a lot of things in my life, even things that aren't my things. If I see somebody being slighted or wronged, and Mm -hmm. they don't have a voice, you know, I got extra. (laughs) (laughs) You borrow some of mine. Oh so, yeah. Give some so I know that was a lengthy response, but no, that, thank you. that was a big thing for me to have my yeah. business tried to be sabotaged and taken out from under me with no reason overnight from a disgruntled woman who was unhappy that my space was successful in a space that was hers at once. You know, yeah. it's unfortunate, but it's it true. happens. And I really hope that someday I can be in the same age and look back and maybe try to understand why she felt that under, understand why she felt the need to do that to me. Um, but You know, you can't control other people. I think the biggest lesson in in my life so far is that not everyone thinks like me. Yes. (laughs) So I'm doing my best to forgive and move forward. Which Um,
0: is really (laughs) effing hard. It's
1: really effing hard. (laughs) but, But my salon... Uh, persevered and we're yes. actually busier in our new location um it was really hard for me it was a huge aesthetic change oh i'm sure i yeah. went from having like this huge beautiful yeah, old yeah. building to actually putting my salon in a old craftsman house
0: but still it looks great the vibe is yeah, cool yeah it just it,
1: it like it was like we were supposed to be there the yes whole time. It was, yes and it was hard for me at first like my salon's name is theory and i couldn't even call it theory for like the first three months we were there but now we've been there longer Oh, wow, so, wow. Yeah, so we're almost two and we've been there longer. So Yeah. But anyway, yeah, huge lesson, huge lesson not to trust people um, that that you're maybe being told, like, not to. Um, and I think that's a fault that I do have is I just, um, I'm very, I don't want to say gullible, but I'm very, like, I don't know, I see the good in people. You absolutely you know, do. I, that's one of your strengths. I want to see the good in you and I want to bank on that. Uh-huh. But I'm prepared to fight if I have to, so. Right, you have a backbone. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't think that because I am more of a giving person, I think that they don't think that, you know, there's a bite with that bark, so. Right. (laughs) But you won't just roll over. (laughs) No. No. No,
0: no, You'll stand up for yourself, and just what you had said about acknowledging that not everybody thinks like you, that's also a testament to your character and to your Mm self-awareness, because a lot of, a lot of people don't have that, and just recognizing that and accepting that, it's not always easy to accept but it's the truth it's reality yeah and also I want to ask you about your resiliency because you are one of the most resilient people that I know after all that you've been I'm through a
1: dandy how how <laughs> are
0: you so have you always been so resilient because you've shown resiliency yeah. throughout your like even when you were much younger like a teenager yeah. you've been through some stuff so what has fueled that was that just innate like how have you always been so resilient
1: you know I, I The earliest memory I have of it is probably when I was eight. Um, my, my dad and I are estranged at this point. We don't have a relationship, and, and it was a very difficult one at that when I was younger, and I just think my parents shouldn't have been parents. Um, and so I, I have this really vivid memory of a time that uh, my dad and I, I don't know, who knows, I was a kid, I don't know what I did, you mm-hmm. know but sure. something happened, and, and I got beat real good for it you know, yeah. and, and well. I very distinctly remember it. And at the same time, after being in trouble and actually going through like my first ever like abusive moment with a parent.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: My dad turned it, turned it around and said, I always want you to speak your mind.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, As a
1: kid, <laughs> and so what like, a trip. what a trip, right? You speak your yes. mind. You are being a kid. You get literally knocking but an you're gonna be beat up yeah but uh, you're expected to be honest yes. And you're expected to uh, be forthright so um that's an early memory for me for me having that um resilience to not uh, to get back up yeah. you know to not uh take anyone's shit uh if my own father is going to be that way towards me but still tell me he wants me to fight you know and I think that really definitely set the tone for most of my life um wow I I was uh, I I was emancipated when I was 15. Um, I went through a custody battle with my grandparents, desperately wanting to get custody of me because they didn't want me to drop out of school or you know fall into drugs or anything like that. And those things still happened. Um, and
0: but look at where you are now. You know yeah. somehow
1: they pulled me out of it. And one of the biggest things was my grandfather put me in art class. Huh? Yeah. I so wanted that was an I, outlet. It for was you? an outlet for me. Yeah. But I think he saw me before I saw myself. Yeah. And so he saw this like resilient kid, but yeah. in a lot of ways it was anger, yeah, and yeah. in a lot of ways it was um, probably a lot more of a disrespectful nature that I had about uh-huh. me, and I was very like, you know, screw school, and screw you, and screw your rules, and yeah. like, I'm re- I'm retaliating, yeah. I'm, I'm resisting, you mm-hmm. know, and then he found a way to like, I don't know, pull this artistry out of me, and it completely wow. changed and even killed me. By the time I was a senior in high school, I graduated
0: 4.0, wow. you know, I had a scholarship,
1: wow to college, and I, I said I wanted to go to beauty school, and they like totally obliged. It really? Was, it was, like, totally, yeah. yeah, it was such an interesting way that I kind of, like, came into that, but because from such a young age, I think I've just had to go through so many different things, like, I took care of my younger sister for many years, and I, I was her guardian, and so I've always just had to work really hard. Yeah, I've always had to provide, I've always had to protect, and I've always had to prove, maybe to myself more than anyone else, but prove that... You know, I am worth it. I can do it. Yeah. Uh, just because these choices have limited me in some areas doesn't mean I can't do these things. You know, I'm not college educated, but that doesn't mean I can't run a business. You know, so things like that. So I think that's really where my resilience comes from: is my abusive childhood yeah. and having to have a lot of responsibility, just even for myself yeah. at a young age. Yeah. Um, and I have a, a year a sister who's nine years younger than me. And so sometimes I think those eyes are on me and I have to make sure that I'm teaching her the right thing. You know, stand up for yourself and use your voice. Maybe use your words first before, you know, fists, but like, you know, yeah. fight yeah. for yourself. Right, like, right, right. Yeah, I'm definitely, and my boyfriend calls me scrappy.
0: <laughs> I would never want to cross you. <laughs> uh, never want yeah. to cross you. So... <laughs> yeah and how fortunate to have your grandfather that oh my God. was able to see that in Seriously,
1: you. he's an, a wonderful man. My grandparents are my mother's parents are they really picked up the slack for my wow. for my parents so I don't That's feel fantastic. like I went without, out yeah know. Good. I definitely struggled but i didn't I didn't go without love and so okay. I know that like I may not have a a good father or a good relationship with my father, but that doesn't mean that I hate men sure you know yeah, I don't yeah. always like them, but they do it to themselves yeah <laughs> Yes, do that. But yeah, no, I have a good example. A good good example of a good man.
0: So and so, and you're one of the most intelligent people that I know. Oh my god, thanks. and that's no, <laughs> honestly, and so that just goes to show you that you don't have to have a PhD. You don't have to have a master's. There are different kinds of intelligences. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you're just a you're multiple kinds of intelligences. It's yeah. crazy, but. You have just really wowed me. I've always had respect for the beauty industry. Um, but you are such a shining example of just the intelligence that goes into truly being successful at what you do. Because there is a lot that goes into getting color right, chemistry. Mm-hmm. You have to I know think, so many different backgrounds. Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
1: A lot of people don't realize what goes into Right. You know, a lot of people <laughs> write off hairdressers as what a small percentage of them tend to be, which is like either that stay-at-home mom kind of thing, just something to do out of the house, or maybe the girl who is a little lost in high school and isn't really ready for the pressure of society to say, what do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Um, I really think we push our kids too young for that. You know, yes. if, you go, if you go to Europe, they don't do that. I agree. <laughs> you know, I like, agree. They don't do that. No, no, no. Um, I am really fortunate. I love what I do. I still love what I do. Good. And, That's rare. And I, That's I want to do it forever. Good. I love hearing that. So what I what I wish for some people is that they could find that. I have friends who have master's degrees and, st- and still hate what they do. You yeah. You know, and yeah, it makes yeah. me sad. But right. um, something I've always valued is education. I actually take a lot of extended education. I've probably put well over a um, hundred thousand dollars into my background of what I do. And even though it's a trade, I don't know if you've read the statistics lately, but uh, we need trade. People, we need mechanics. Oh yeah. Hairdressers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. collar We need middle class. Like that's what you know. That's what we need. Yeah. And it's just not. Too many kids are trapped under these huge loans, and not enough people are actually working. Um, and that's what's difficult for me. And so I'm a huge advocate for self-employment. I'm a huge advocate for small business, and I support it in my own life. And I and I appreciate when people support mine.
0: Yes, you do. Yeah.
1: Um, I think that one of the biggest things that people don't give uh, hairdressers is a lot of respect towards their education. Yeah, Um, I, uh, you know, you only have to go to beauty school for about a year, unless you're doing night school, but about a year. Um, But they don't really teach you what you actually end up learning through your entire time behind the chair. And that's really what it comes down to is um, being a self-starter, wanting to learn more, having that desire to, continue your passion and not just take a paycheck and, and settle where you're where you're comfortable that's yeah. why a lot of people will say oh older hairdressers aren't as good because they don't learn the new techniques um and again that's a small percentage of them you know it really is and so um, one of my biggest goals and maybe it might not happen but i hope i inspire someone else to make it happen if i don't do it is just like to wake people up from that yeah like i'm i spent a lot of time a lot of money and a lot of years on making sure that if i didn't understand the chemistry i took a college course so i would Good
0: for you you know yeah. if i didn't understand yeah.
1: business i took a course or i went to someone who did um I'm only limiting myself as much as I'm not willing to ask questions. Yes. So Yes. That's how I It's a line to live by. It really is. Yeah. Cool. So I I put a lot of value into my background. I actually have quite a lot of college education behind me. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't really attach it to a major and graduate yeah. with it, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Um and as a an as a educator for the brand that I'm an educator for, um, it's a hundred percent spending your own money and your own time and your own willingness to travel for your education. Um, to get the information and the knowledge that you need, but one of my favorite things about it is I'm surrounded by like-minded people,
0: Yeah.
1: and something I learned, I was, when I was first uh, recruited to be an educator, I was 20, oh my gosh, I think I was 27, 28, 27, I want to say, and um, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but it's like eons now, because I didn't feel ready, I immediately declined. Yeah. I was like, oh god, no, <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. a hairdresser, I'm just yeah. a hairdresser, you know what yeah. I mean? And, My mentor said to me, the only thing keeping you is yourself. And really, the best teachers are students.
0: Yes. And
1: I was like, what do you mean? What does it all mean? (laughs) She's like, no, really, like, the curious people tend to be the teachers. Yes. And I couldn't say it's more true because now that I've gone through four years of education, like, preparation to be able to train other hairdressers and elevate their work, um, it puts you in a space of just like, not, it's not, you're not an elitist in any way. You're just more like humbled by it and you come up to them and you find out where they are in their process and, and you need to be an empath. You need to be able to say, that's okay, but let's try it this way. You know, you can't, you can't really dictate. And so for me, it actually helps me be a softer person because I can be a little more of an aggressive person Uh and I am very much a like, get it done. And being an educator makes me completely take that away. And help someone get to that step that they need to get yeah. in their own way. So it teaches me patience. Yeah. So.
0: And I've seen you in action teaching. And you do. <laughs> yeah, you're very dependent. I am a totally different
1: educator than I am in person. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really interesting. So I don't know if that answered your question. It
0: absolutely did. And don't you feel the more you know, the more you realize that you don't know? And oh, yeah. just the oh, yeah. more that you want to know? And I have
1: ahas all the time. I actually yeah, yeah. I had a recent one. I just taught a class in Las Vegas a few days ago, and I had an aha as I taught it. Oh, wow. And of course, because I'm totally like the third person <laughs> I am, I, sold my head off. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I it's totally okay. don't know where that came from. I didn't even know that. And you know, I love that. I love that I can learn. And sometimes yes. you learn based off a question someone else yes. gave And you're like, oh, you know what? I didn't even think about that. But that's here's how I could answer that. And so, yeah. I don't know. I love hairdressing. I love people. I yeah. love to interact. Um, I love seeing people come in a certain way and leave totally better. You know, some people come in sad. Some people come in having issues in their relationships. And you have to wear a lot of hats as a hairdresser. You really do. You're a sister. You're a friend. You're a a provider of services. You're a shrink. You're a boss. Yeah. You know, you put out fires. You're a mom sometimes. Like, there's so many things, especially if you own it, too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's definitely... I have learned a lot over the last few years. I'm not going to lie. I have a lot of failures, but they're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of a lot of bad things have happened to me, but I I'm learning a lot.
0: Yeah. And it's definitely all like driving you forward and moving you forward. That's I can relate to the loving being an instructor. That's something that I have picked up. um, Oh
1: yeah, because aside to it, yes, I absolutely love it. No,
0: and with work. Oh, work too. So yeah, I travel and I teach, and I absolutely love it. And I five years ago, if you would have said that, I would have said you were crazy. But yeah, there's just something to it. Thank you, thank you. Just magic you're I just know, like just you're able it.
1: to like disconnect and like focus on someone oh thank like, you. i was totally <laughs> venting to her before we started this it's so true but like, you need like you need to be open and as an open person who's empathic and also has enough life experience and cultural experience that you can kind of give a good answer it doesn't always have to be right but it right. just has to be good for that person yeah, yeah. I can see that.
0: thank you yeah, really fine. i appreciate that <laughs> and a lot of times even just i mean you being a therapist just being a sounding board for people mm-hmm. a lot of times think about when you're venting or when you're having like a hard time you're not necessarily needing a right answer sometimes you just need a sympathetic ear or somebody to oh, listen absolutely. to you like you're not I don't need you to figure out my life right now I just don't need like, you to tell me what to do to get off my chest. yeah 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 all
1: clients come in all the time they'll tell you about you know the divorce that hasn't happened or oh, yeah, yeah or the affair that happened, or, you know, or even, like, the big work move, and you have to break up with someone, and you have to, like, send them off in a positive way, and there's so many relationships. I think hairdressing is many things, and maybe not even hairdressing, we'll say teaching is many things, Mm -hmm. but I think, really, you learn so much more Yeah. by helping others. I don't know, that's a big thing for me. Yeah. Like, what can I do for you, because, honestly, it does so much more for me.
0: Yeah, and... (laughs) if anything else yeah absolutely all of that but then it also keeps the day interesting yeah it keeps definitely. you, engaged you never keeps know you, yeah you never know <laughs> you what's never gonna know. come to your
1: door who's gonna what say story what story's gonna
0: come at you when no
1: one time I had a client who's literally been with me for like yeah, probably 12 years and I just found out she has like an autoimmune issue and I never oh, wow. knew that and I was like wait what like <laughs> And then like I had another one recently tell me, like, you know, oh yeah, I swing. And I'm like, how did I not know this about you? Like, you tell me everything. You told me your blood levels from your test last month. Like you I Thought we were talking. tight. Okay. I thought we were cool
0: guys. We should, yeah, I should have known this, this before. This is need
1: to know information. I'm just getting this now.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. Yeah, so that that sounds like an interesting job. Um so, what characteristic, speaking of all the different kinds of people that are in your chair, what characteristic do you most appreciate in others? And this would be interesting to hear, like, you're a business owner, mm. you as just a person, just in general.
1: Honesty. Ooh, that's such a good one. And it's, <laughs> that's where? like, honestly, like, my only thing. Yes. That's like the only answer I have for you for that. As soon as I... you asked, I was like, do no, 100%. Oh, I love that. I, I would rather you tell me the truth than lie to me. Yeah. I'd rather oh, yeah. you just say it like it is than be fake. Yeah. I would rather you just tell me you don't know the answer than pretend you do. Yes. I'm really against the fake it till you make it movement. Yes. I'm really not into that. You know, does someone around you always knows more. I'm not into this whole like everyone gets a trophy. It's not very liberal of me, I'm sorry, but like, I am not into I that.
0: I agree, I agree too. No,
1: some people are stronger, some people are smarter, some people are more talented, but that doesn't mean that you are not those things. Absolutely, that, or that you have means, nothing to offer. Yeah, that means you have room to grow, girlfriend, yes. like, yes. just try harder, you know what I mean? i be like, okay with that, yeah. and not
0: not have to tell yourself stories to make yourself feel yeah. better, yeah. and just being honest with yourself and with others, and it shows yeah. security in yourself, and it's, such that's the purest form of respect and love for somebody, like let's mm-hmm. say friend to friend, if you're doing something that's harmful or destructive, I am showing you the most love by leveling with you and by um, being honest with you because oh, yeah. that shows I am placing your like prioritizing your welfare above like my comfort in the moment. Or your
1: opinion. Yes. Or anything like that. Yes. You know, I think we're all a certain kind of friend. Some people are the mom friend mm-hmm. or you know, something like that. I am a very particular kind of friend. I am never the first phone call. That's who uh, I am to people uh-huh. because I am known for You'll being tell very honest. Yeah, I'm known for that yeah. um, attribute, and and it's never in a callous way. It's never um to be hurtful. Sure, no, absolutely. But sometimes it is, you know. And I don't sugarcoat things. I'm just not like that. Yeah. And so you know, I know if you call me, you need. You need the truth. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like, and and I'm also just like, I'm not a, I'm not a big judger. I honestly, like, it takes a lot. It takes a lot for me to, um, break up relationships or friendships or, or, um, business relationships in any way. It does take a lot. Um, and for me, being dishonest is a huge deal breaker in any relationship I have, especially clients. I think a lot of people don't realize that, but I don't do for people I don't like. I just won't. I'm not in a, in a position in my life where I'm willing to do that. Mm-hmm. And I try to teach my younger stylist that too, that, you know, just because you're self-employed and you probably are hungry right now, mm-hmm. and you probably do need to make those payments on whatever it is that you're scrounging up for, do not accept clients who are abusive or do not care about your worth because you're just right. setting yourself up. Who's yeah. right. <laughs> get him! Lila's <laughs> yeah. like, amen, sister! Amen! But you know you're setting yourself up for failure because you're you're accepting yes. that energy that you have to touch and be around and, and be a part of all day. And I don't think that has to stop for hairdressing if you can take something from that.
0: That's And that's a life lesson too and a life yeah. rule that you should live by just
1: don't be to really eliminate toxicity. Yeah, goodbyes only. That's it. get off of me. Yes. Today, <laughs> <Satan>. yes.
0: <laughs> yes. That's so important though. It really is. No matter how hungry and desperate you are for business or friendship or companionship whatever it is just toxicity is not going to bring you it's only going to set you back it's not going to do you any good at all so yes such a good such a good answer I love that honesty what's your favorite self-attribute what do you like most about yourself Mm, I'm
1: gonna split hairs is this physical or is this both I want both you never know since you yeah Oh That's man. To- um, well, let's see. I think my 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 favorite attribute about myself. Oh, it's so hard to talk about yourself. It is. Um, <laughs> uh, probably. Yeah, I mean, honestly, probably my resilience. Like, yeah. I really—I'm a tough old broad. I yes, can, you are. I can really put up with a lot of shit. Y'all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, and you have. I, I think I do. I do value that about myself. Mm-hmm. I value that sometimes. Like, I mean, I'm sure we've all been there. You're at that point where you're like, I'm literally at my breaking point. I can't take any anymore. If my ice is so thin, if one more feather falls on it, everything will go down. We've all had those days. Yeah. Yep. I have them often. Um, but <laughs> but somehow I find a way. Somehow there's a crack and the light comes in. I've just always been that way. I've always been able to fill myself up and go again. You know, even if it means taking like a five-minute timeout or like a five-day timeout. However, I finally get to a point where I shut down and maybe it is at the expense of a fight with a significant other or, or like um, a fight with myself or giving something up. Like somewhere, some, somehow I have to stop fighting with something and I have to release and let things go. And I actually have a tattoo on my foot that says, um, be where your feet are. Oh. because I struggle a lot with being present I'm always yes. kind of like yes. 10 steps a yes. girl yes <laughs> yes yes And so I'm so worried about doing everything yeah. that I'm I'm constantly um fighting a battle and sometimes I fight that battle only with myself Oh yeah And so in a lot of ways it is my favorite attribute but in a lot of ways it's also probably something I could be better at mm-hmm. So maybe that's why I favorite but I am I definitely it's so funny you say that because like I thought I think about it all the time. Like I see a weed coming up through the concrete, and I'm like, "That's me." <laughs> <laughs> like that's me. You can't stop me. <laughs> but that would have to be that. And then on like a physical yeah. level, I don't know, dude. Um, I don't know.
0: <laughs> she she's just beautiful. That's <laughs> no, maybe my what a problem to have.
1: Oh God, whatever. Maybe she's my gorgeous. sparkly such eyes. <laughs> And I'm loving the blonde hair. Oh thanks. Yeah, I went blonde. It's weird. You can
0: pull off anything. It's oh, obnoxious. Stop it. Okay, so um. Ew.
1: I know she has such great questions. You don't even know. <laughs> I'm trying
0: to I'm trying to decide what I want to ask next. So, what do you notice first in people?
1: <sighs> hmm. I notice um, their their body language. Oh. I'm actually really big on um, somehow touching you. Uh-huh. I, I know a lot of people, I don't like to be touched very much, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people don't like it either, but I, I think a handshake or a gesture of some kind, the way somebody approaches you or starts their first impression tells you everything you need to know about them. So true. And I think I'm like that because I'm in the image industry. Yeah. Um, and one of the biggest things that I try to say in trainings is we're not selling them something, we are helping them find they are before they speak Ooh, you know and so you yeah, like if i'm if i lead you to a certain hair color how many times have i told you no you know what i mean like, yeah not, I no. people <laughs> will ask me to do something drastic like an emotional haircut and i'm like okay so what happened this week <laughs> because if you don't come in with a pinterest board and like a solid like like you know 365 days of thinking about this i'm not cutting your yeah, hair short yeah, yeah. <laughs> smart but, but I do right. think that image says so much about who we want to say we are before yes. we have a chance to say who we are. Yes. And yes, I know yes. you'll appreciate that in clothing. I appreciate that in hair and makeup. Yes. But I also really look at it from an energy standpoint. Mm-hmm. Not to get all hippy dippy, no, but
0: No, please, girl. I can totally yes. feel
1: people. And so for and it's just I'm a, I work with people. I can totally get a good vibe for someone. So I know right away if I don't like you. I do. I really will. I'll be like, "Mm.
0: Oh, it's just instinctive. No, yeah, touchy, touchy, not...
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> not happening. But it is. It is like an instinct. And I, can, I can tell yeah. immediately if I'm a good fit for somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, um, recently I had a, a client uh, call. I didn't even see her physically. I didn't even see her physically in any way. I didn't even talk to her. But she was so surly on the phone to my mm-hmm. receptionist. I, and I have cameras with microphones. I can hear everything that's going on in my business. I, I never allow anybody to treat my staff or myself as just like some servant or like somehow we owe you something, you know. Right. I don't allow that because it boosts morale within my clients. Um, I'm sorry, it boosts morale within my staff. Yeah, they feel and valued. And it tells my clients yeah. that that's not okay. That's a boundary. Yes. Uh, and it leads right back to just being honest with yourself and who you are and telling people, you know what, I don't think we'd be a good fit. And so I said that to her. You know, I left her a message and I just said, I uh, we are not going to be a good fit, you and I. I'm not okay with how you handled that. And I don't really even need to further discuss it with you, to be it's honest. Right. And she marched right into my salon after getting that message and really wanted to have something to say to me and put her hands in my face and everything. Oh, and, wow. and, you know, that was a hard situation because you have everyone watching you and you're yeah. trying to shut something down professionally, but then they push the matter for conflict. And you have to decide in those moments, am I going to be 16-year-old scrappy Brittany or right, am I going right. to be like 32-year-old Brittany who owns a business and has like 16 eyes on her right now? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I can tell. I can totally tell. So for me, it's, um, how you present yourself, whether Mm -hmm. it's your speech or your body movements or your clothing or Mm -hmm. your hair. Um, and and also, yeah, you know, some of us have bad days. Sometimes we come in looking a mess. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. Like I have a certain standard for myself. Like I told you I wasn't gonna come over with makeup on, but I have it on. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't help it. I can't help it. I, I can't help it. I it's important to me. It's not important to everybody. Some people, Jesus is important to them. <laughs> yes. I will level with you on that passion just in a different subject. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, you know, so I see your Jesus
0: and I write, Yes, and, absolutely. And I write Crazy hair makeup.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. Like that's, so that's, for me, it's it's a, like a handshake or a, an eye movement or the yeah. way side holds themselves is the big one.
0: I am right there with you on that. Sweet. Totally. Um, okay, next. What do you wish people
1: knew about you? Oh. Really, what do people not know about me? <laughs> I have such a big mouth. Um, I can't keep a secret, even my own. um I'm you know okay this is probably kind of personal I'm struggling right now a little bit with some people close to me in my life who I don't think um really realize how much is on my plate and how much I do work Uh, you and I were just talking about how I feel about that because on one side um I wish people knew. I wish they understood. I wish they cared as much as I did. Mm-hmm. I wish they saw how thinly spread I was and how asking me for more <clears> is just, like, so not okay. Um, and then I, I have a conflict with myself because I'm such a yes man. I don't say no. I totally absorb. We were just talking about how I take on as much as I can possibly fit. And then I'll still take more on if I have to. She really to. does.
0: She really it's just, does.
1: I, I hate to say no because, like... Oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead.
0: You know, yeah, I'm tired. It's, but it's that, and it's because you have you have such a big heart too. <laughs> yeah. Well.
1: So I have a heart. You are always heart. giving.
0: Yeah. You. Yeah. The minute that I asked you about this podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cool. Let's <laughs> sure do it. Went. Like, yeah. She.
0: She has a zillion things on her plate. Well, but first you're of all, always so accommodating. You
1: got off of work on like christmas eve and came (laughs) over and packed boxes and moved them into my salon there's nothing i wouldn't do for you no you gosh well anything for you You but you seriously
0: (laughs) you would do it anyways you do it anyways because that's just the kind of person that you are
1: yeah i think i think there's there's a sense of um really wishing you had that respect or that understanding but i think that's my shit you know yeah I, i i don't do what i do to be validated by others of course, we all feel at the end of the day, every tired mom, every tired worker, every tired person out there wishes that their significant other or their friends or their co-workers even just remotely took a second to be observant and understand. Yeah. yeah. But really, frankly, let's ask ourselves how often we do that for each other. Yeah. How often do I even do that for someone else, And but I want it, you know? And yeah. so I live my life that way and I very much try to be, I'm very observant and I really try to be um, observant if someone's going through something, what can I do? Um, I've had a really rough week this week in particular I've had a really bad couple of days and all on Saturday I had three different girls girlfriends of mine bring me a gift Aww. it was so sweet Yeah, like one just showed up in the morning with like peanut butter M&M's and a Aww. succulent Aww. I was like how do you know me so well awesome. <laughs>
0: the good things in life all my <laughs> <problems>. <laughs> and then,
1: wait what were my problems again what, what was happening <laughs> there's chocolate in my mouth I don't know <laughs> And then um, my other girlfriend brought me sunflowers, which are my favorite. And she also brought me like a little cake. And I ate Aww. that too. <laughs> and then she, I mean, she had another you, way, you know, write me a really sweet card and and bring me a coffee. And and it was just like I, and it was weird because I put out there that I was having a bad few days, mm-hmm. and I got good back. Yeah. And I never, I don't. Your diary on Facebook. It takes a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you've yeah, you've been yeah. my Facebook friend for like three years. Yeah. It's so rare that I'm like blah. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I did that this week. So. Oh, man. So yeah, I mean, I do good. wish, I'm I wish people knew, back. Yeah. but I also think it's because I don't really portray that, you yeah. know, I might yeah. be, you might see me everywhere, but I don't ever really go into detail about like how little sleep I have and how exhausted I am and how angry I am about
0: being exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to read between the lines when you're like, oh, on my way to Vegas for another, like, driving home, what night, what they morning, say or whatever.
1: at my funeral after Gosh. I die on this drive? <laughs> <laughs> I hope they'll say she worked a lot. <laughs>
0: that's for damn sure <laughs> wow yeah seriously hard just work ethic. blow me away
1: that was that was her
0: so speaking of that though that is actually a perfect segue to the next question what do you feel has been your biggest contribution to the world
1: uh, these are so hard
0: because
1: you have to have like selfish <laughs> moments you asked the hardest question <laughs> um okay Oh, I feel vain even saying this. No, get it um, out. No. I think, and I shouldn't say think. This guy's having fun with this toy. Um, <laughs> I think that some contributions I have made are definitely um, by working with Daviness. Yeah. Working with Daviness, being a um, a B Corp and a sustainable brand, and everything being made with green energy. Um, it really impacted me as a hairdresser because I asked myself, like, you know, what in the hell, where do we put these foils yeah. and this extra color and this cotton and this plastic and these boxes? Like, where are these things going? Anybody in my age group asks those questions eventually because, you know, we are in that era of our kids are either going to go to Mars apparently or under <laughs> yes, the yes, yeah, so yes. We're in this era of questioning ourselves and so um, eight years ago, I... I happened in on a Daviness salon and I didn't even know I had those principles until someone told me about them. And then I realized it was really important to me. And so over the last eight years, I have pounded some serious pavement. I have transitioned so many of my hairdresser friends into owning Daviness salons or being Davinus stylists. Um... I, I like to think that I inspire a lot of people to use the brand. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. to think that I have a good way of conveying why it's important. And yeah, I might just be a hairdresser, to, you know, to some people, or I might just live in this small town, or I might just be one person. Um, but I, I open all my classes and most of my meetings every time I teach or every time I address my staff is, what kind of hairdresser do you want to be today? Ooh, that's a good question. When you're in this building, what kind of hairdresser do you want to be? You know, because the kind of human you want to be is up to you, but when you're here with me in my space, what kind of hairdresser are you going to be with me today? And by asking yourself those questions, the questions are great. They stir up lots of different answers. And I've had, I've probably had, I mean, at this point, I've probably had anywhere from 10 to 12 people come through my doors working for me. Um, And every single one of them, have told me within their first few weeks of working for me that they now started recycling at home. (gasps) Yeah, so it's so cool. Starting a movement. It's so cool. Yes, yes. And you know what? Like, maybe I'm only affecting four people, but those four people might affect three other people. Oh, hell yeah. And so for me, like, being a part of Green Circle, being a part of Davines, being a part of beauty and sustainability and beauty, um, that's so important to me because I love what I do and I want to feel good about what I do. And I know so many other people who do what I do. Just like you probably have a ton of colleagues everywhere you go. So do I, and I work abroad, I work all over the country, I, I work here in this little town, like I'm kind of everywhere, and yeah, for my life, and the kind of hairdresser I want to be, and the kind of human I want to be, is somebody to inspire others to think about what they're doing. Yeah. Just stop and think, you know, right, like, right. I grew up in a, a city that's been in a drought since I can remember, you <laughs> know, I'm from Los Angeles, and so I still take Four-minute showers. I still recycle, reuse, reduce. I still compost. Like I still do a lot of that stuff. Even though my boyfriend likes to say, like, "Oh, it's fine out here. We don't have to do that." Mm-hmm. I will never not be that way because it's just so important to me. Yes. And it doesn't make you a bad person if it's not important to you. But think about the, good
0: distinction. Yeah. Your
1: kids. Mm-hmm. Like think about you know. I don't have children. I choose not to have children. I think it's unsustainable to have children. <laughs> so, yeah, right. There's kids already here that we can love, that we can adopt, yeah. that we can teach these things to, and and hopefully reverse what's going on. Um, I, I tried to inspire my younger sister to go to college for science for something she could do to change the situation. How can we use our brains? How can we use our ability? How can we use our, our contacts? What can I do? And so for me, you know, I might really only be impacting those close by me, but it's an impact of some kind. Yeah. So that's,
0: Which is significant in and of itself. Even the most minor. It's
1: like a domino effect. Yes, like you tell somebody, like, "Hey, rinse that out and put a plant in it instead of throwing it away." And before you know it, they're like little green recycling. And they're so cool looking too. It's so
0: (laughs) chic looking. It's not like it looks. Yeah, it's really cool. You guys should see her salon. It's.
1: We just like when we're finished with any empty product, we call them empties. um, We plant a pot in them, so the salon literally looks like a jungle.
0: It's. (laughs) <laughs> so cool i love the vibe in there
1: i love plants they're our friends
0: so what interests you most about people
1: i would say i'm most interested in what interests them mm. yeah what makes them answer. tick yeah you know right what do you, what do you like what do i not know about yeah i'm such a like I'm a question girl too. Yes, yeah. Um, I really love to learn people's stories. I like to hear their stories.
0: And everybody has a story.
1: Everybody has a story, and I'm actually really known for telling my story all the time, which is why I have no problem even talking to you like this too. Because, um, maybe by me opening up, someone else would open up, or someone else would see a similarity and find that chance to move forward. You know, I'm by no means like an amazing ex-soldier with, like, no legs anymore telling a story about Perseverance, but I'm telling my own story about Perseverance, and I think that that can still help somebody.
0: Absolutely. So
1: I've, in the same way, I love hearing people's stuff. I love hearing all of their nasty stuff, too, you know, like, bad things and shitty things and conflict, and I, I enjoy it. Um, I don't find it to be this, like, drama type of thing, like, I, not to be confused with gossip. I don't like gossip. What I do like is stories.
0: That's, that's an important distinction. You don't come yeah. from a place of judgment. No, no, And you're not coming from a place of, um, not condescending to them, but yeah, judging them yeah. and wanting to know their dirt and you're not wanting to know their drama because you want to judge them for it or because you want to hear that other people have shitty, thing haps, shitty things happening to them too. You come from an angle of wanting to connect to people and Mm -hmm. get to know them and get to know what takes them and you're very nurturing and helpful to people and so yeah that's a very important point
1: that's totally because you have might. people
0: who want to know people's stories because they want to know well especially people in, are going through some rough times yeah
1: i think a lot of that and especially like in hairdressing you have to be careful because yeah small town, yeah yeah yeah, you know, yeah. people who talk about other people that's all they really yeah do. and i i know that there's a quote that says small minds talk about others and big minds talk about things yes you yeah and 10, ideas yeah and ideas and so like for me you yeah, sometimes, yeah, I do get caught up in some of that gossip, or I do get caught up in, like, the, you know, ooh, yeah, ooh, let's hear about that. But I really do truly, to the best of my ability, try to shut those types of things down and shift them to, okay, well, you know, that's a valid thing. What yeah. can we do with this information? How can we help this person? Yeah. I'm kind of like a, I'm a weirdo. Like, if I know something about you in particular, like, and I'm traveling, I'll pick something up that reminds me of you. Aww, I do people, I it for all kinds of people. Not yeah, even, yeah. like, just friends, but that's why I like to know. Mm-hmm. You know, does this person is this person going through such a bad divorce and, like, her husband took the the lawn gnome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, him. Look what I, I found! I found the lawn gnome! I got you the <laughs> better one that's yours. Yes, you can name Nobody it whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> super good. Super good into <laughs> the stoop.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that can mean everything to somebody. Just in that moment, let's say that they're having a really down and out moment and you give them a gesture like that, oh my gosh, that can be so powerful.
1: But you just wouldn't know how you could do something if you don't ask and you don't create relationships. And so I think you have to find interest in what interests others. Yes.
0: And having a true, genuine interest in people Mm -hmm. is such an underrated quality.
1: Yeah.
0: I really value that in people. So, yeah, it's refreshing to (laughs) see people actually interested in other people. So, what is one habit that you're trying to cultivate or would like to cultivate?
1: Hmm. The salon I just started at in my traveling salon has a hashtag called Good Habits.
0: Ooh. I know. The
1: salon's name is Habit, so it's like hashtag Good Habits.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I
1: like it. Oh, a habit I'm trying to cultivate. Well, I personally recently did something. What? That was like... I don't know why. You guys are going to totally judge me. I'm, talking, I'm, I'm totally talking about sustainability, right? I'm talking about all sustainability. You guys don't even know. I got in a fight with my boyfriend once. for taking a 45-minute shower. What is he doing? I mean, we don't, like... How irresponsible and reckless are, irresponsible are you? How irresponsible reckless are you being right <laughs> now? Like, We're these, are the things, these are the things that I really fight about. I fight about the water running. I hear, I don't hear teeth brushing. I come in I slam down the faucet. You're so, cut be off. prepared to judge me. <laughs> I recently just switched to reusable grocery bags. (laughs) I'm the worst. I'm the worst human. So like, okay, guys, think of it this way. We don't think about it, right? We don't think about it. We don't think about how wasteful we actually are. I've made leaps and bounds in my life, don't get me wrong, to do so many different things. And I am a very sustainable person, but... I started paying attention to my waste. I started paying attention to when you own a salon and you own a business and you pay for a recycling service like I do because we don't have one out here in Idaho because it's just don't.
0: Shameful. Yes. <laughs>
1: so, you want to take away There's, from the cell phone <laughs> the one thing I'm going to tell you is they recently just brought in glass recycling two months ago revolutionary oh wow look out it's like one of the most beautiful like states I've ever seen and here we are with like with no recycling oh it's anyway, so sad that's why I have a jungle at my like myself so anyway I, I'm just starting to pay attention and I was like, God, okay, where is, what are some other things I could do that are realistic? Because I do live with a person who doesn't value it as much. Yeah, yeah. So, again, not because he's bad. It's just he just doesn't think about it yeah. as much. He grew up in Chicago. I grew up in L.A. And, like, very different mindsets on what's important. So um, I started noticing that. I cook a lot, as you know, mm-hmm. I started noticing that I was frequenting the grocery store quite a bit, and, and I kept meaning to get bags, I kept meaning to do it, and I've been meaning to do this for like 10 fucking years. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I and I used to do it in California because they charge you for the bags. I was going to say, bags. yeah, that's in D.C. I used to do it, yeah. I just used Ikea bags, and uh-huh. so, you know, here yeah. we are, we moved to the wild, wild west, and I just don't do it anymore, and I haven't done it for, um, I guess I should have preface with that, I used to do it, but now I don't do it anymore. <laughs> And it made a big impact on me thinking about it one night, stoner thoughts. I was thinking like, wow, when I used to have to pay for it, it was like punishment. So I stopped doing it because like I had to pay extra money And since I knew I was paying that extra money. It's like tax, you know, you don't want to do it, right? Right. Then I moved somewhere where no one cares and I stopped caring. Yes. Or I didn't notice I stopped caring, I guess is really where I'm going with this. So anyway, just as of like probably the beginning of this month, I was at Fred's. And I went shopping, and I had so much stuff in my cart. And I was like, oh, I was going to be a better human. (laughs) And then I see the the bags are at the cash register for purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I straight up was like, I'll take six of this. Yeah, just <laughs> like take six of this. And the lady behind me like hates me, and I don't care. I trying to influence you because <laughs> everybody is like, you know, the way, the way that they, they have to like to Tetris everything in, and no one knows oh, what, yeah. what they're doing. And like, I'm like, why would you put that there? Why would you put that on that? That's like, ill advised. No. You should. There? There. And so, anyway, I've been really good about it, and oh, actually, man. I I set a standard for myself. I gave myself, you know, a good habit, if you mm-hmm. will. I said, okay. I am not going to accept any more plastic bags from any store, no matter the store. I like that. So every time I've gone shopping, I forgot my bags. (laughs) (laughs) But here's what I did. I IQ'd it. I said, can you please put everything back into the cart? And I got looked at really strange, especially around here. As we all know, I already look weird and then I say weird things. So (laughs) they were like, I said, can you please put everything just back into the cart as it was? oh, well, oh yeah, you don't want bags. I said, no, I actually have reusable bags, but I left them in my car and I'm going to be better next time, I swear. And so I did this probably four weeks straight. And then I went grocery shopping yesterday. It was the first day I remembered yay! my bags. I was like, yay. And so I've done this at Kohl's. I've done this at the grocery store. I've done this at, you know, we have so many places to shop, guys, but like I've done it everywhere. And <laughs> I did it at TJ's. Like no matter what, I just asked for things to go back in the bag, uh, the basket. And, um, and I'm
0: hoping that's a good solution that yeah, I didn't even think about if you do forget instead of saying
1: like oh I forgot my bags like no next time and so I've also made a habit of every time I say it uh-huh. I also say I'm trying to be a better human oh and I love the faces I get oh I'm sure you get some I'm not faces. trying to shame you but I'm shaming you <laughs> <laughs> for, for a good cause for a good cause and so um, I've made it a point now because I buy so many groceries and I look like I'm feeding a family of five. <laughs> But I'm not. There's just a lot of ingredients, so it's fun. <laughs> yeah. there are so many oh ingredients. My gosh, I'm so fun. excited to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> actually pretty good. I should have brought you oh, some. And oh. so anyway, like people always are judging me. I'm like one soulless-looking, tattooed woman with this <laughs> plethora of food on the belt, and clearly no children with me. So I um I I found a point to use that time instead of not talking to the cash register mm-hmm. uh person, like the register lady or guy I make a point to talk about the bags oh yeah so that's what I've been doing lately yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's my habit right now I'm I, trying to instill a conversation about making better choices yeah bags. that's really weird but that's weird no
0: not weird at all and inspiring <laughs> I need to up my game
1: on that I really I like drop the, I I drop drop the, the ball, ball every time I know I'm like you guys do realize the impact it has because my Truly. boyfriend actually keeps all of the the bags because he thinks we're going to use them again <laughs> and the, and i opened up the drawers recently where he usually keeps them and they just snowballed out oh wow i mean it's so wasteful oh, just gosh. for those of you who don't know um plastic bags and styrofoam are last life plastic yes and they cannot be recycled
0: uh, they, no and plastic doesn't disintegrate nope they're forever <laughs> yep yeah. Every plastic that's been created. Also,
1: cut all your six-pack rings because you don't want turtles and birds to die. (laughs) Oh,
0: it's heartbreaking. But, you know, you always think
1: there's more you can do. Like, that's kind of where I'm at with the bag thing right now. It's so insignificant, but it's actually so significant at the same time.
0: Exactly, and... Just start somewhere. Just,
1: yeah, like something If you don't just need to they work, save the earth and no one like needs go, go all the way Don't BuzzFeed about the <laughs> one little cube of trash that you have for the whole month. No one needs a minimalist no. tiny house. Like, yeah. Just make better choices. Be a yes. better human. Just be better, be better, be better. Yeah. Kids watching you. You have other people watching you. You're never too old to make a change. Yeah. I'm all about change. I'm all about getting uncomfortable. Yeah, it's weird to have that conversation with the lady who's totally judging me, but I don't care. Like, <laughs> no, maybe and just
0: not caring yeah it's so liberating like who cares and so important too just not caring the looks that you're gonna get yeah the things that you can do yep oh and the good that you can do if you just stop caring the good
1: that you can do for yourself and for the the earth if they established the 10 cent rule on all the bags in idaho people would stop
0: doing it oh you know they would because one bag is
1: 99 cents and nine bags is 10 cents what's the difference like what is wrong with you right right right
0: that is definitely a motivator. So, yeah, that's
1: my that's, answer for that question.
0: Okay, that's an excellent – thank you I'm doing better than my father, right? guys.
1: I, I saw the questions, like, right before she started asking, and I was like, oh, shit. She always says these would you rathers on Instagram, and I'm like, I can't make a choice, I can't make a choice. Yes, if
0: you guys have never done my would you rathers on hash- – hashtag – the nativist um, on Instagram – Seriously, they're so and fun. Them.
1: Thank you. Oh my god, you have some sometimes. Or I just put the phone down. I know. I do, I do. I was so proud of myself once when I held <laughs> interviews for all my like new receptionists. Yeah. I actually asked really off the cuff like inter- interview questions because oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. One of my fir- one of the main questions I asked is, "What does sustainability mean to you?" Oh, nobody knew what that word meant. No, no, no you guys, please start being better humans with your bags because no one knows what this heart, heart means. Sad. I know. Oh, and they wow. were all like, you know, between the ages of like 17 and 22 and they were like, uh, wow. literally. And of course, in those moments, you don't want to judge, you don't want to shame. No, and no, so no. I found a way somehow again to teach. <laughs> so wow. I found a way where I was like... Meet them where they are? Yeah, meet yeah. them where they are and be like, okay, well, here, let me give you an example. It is much more sustainable to use... Reusable bags, then to use plastic bags. Now, now that you know what that means, what does sustainability mean to you? And then yeah, I would I get interesting say. answers, but they still weren't on the on the dot, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so that tells me a lot about the community and their lack yeah. of that information. So,
0: you Not know. Not a priority, but again, with small grassroots efforts like these, yeah. hopefully one day it will be. Yeah.
1: Questions are good, they stir up they yes. stir things up.
0: Yes, they do. and. You gotta have some of that discomfort. Yeah, you do, too. Do to have any change.
1: You need a little surprise in life.
0: Absolutely. So <laughs> um we just have a couple more. Um I could talk to you all day. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so what was your favorite compliment that you have
1: received thus far? Oh. Um I don't know. It's hard to take compliments. Actually, I actually have a really hard time. It makes me uncomfortable.
0: I know. I love to give you compliments because you <laughs> I mean, always it like makes me deflect, I'm like and screwing. so then I like <laughs> want to give you more. They're all genuine, but then I'm like, you're gonna, you're gonna take this compliment, and I'm gonna give you more.
1: <laughs> There's so much pressure. There's a recording. Oh, me. I mean, you can see me. I'm like twirling all six necklaces. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It's fine. Just don't talk to me anymore. Don't look me in the eye. <laughs> You know, you uh, okay. Um I think probably one of the best compliments I've ever been given. Um Jeez, oh, I don't know. I try to put them out of my mind. I'm often told, I'm often told um a lot of the same things. I'm told I have good work ethic. I'm told um I I'm a, a giver. I'm told that I um like, that I make people laugh or that I'm funny. You know, I, I'm told a lot of really sweet things. I guess the one I would value the most that I'm told more often than not is work ethic. <laughs> yeah. I have a problem. No, uh, yeah, no. You know, like people, it's
0: impressive. <laughs> I appreciate when
1: people admire, like, the hard work that goes into creating things. Yeah. And so, typically when someone gives me those types of compliments, I've been given really off-the-cuff ones, too. And now that I'm on the spot, I can't even think of it. <laughs> I, had, I had a shaman once tell me. <gasps> that I was a body that harbored many souls. Really? Yeah, and that I was, like, capable of, like, expansive love. Like, I like I was told that once. Wow, where was this? This was in Los Angeles. It was a, a friend of a friend. Wow. Um, just kind of wandered into the salon one day. We were both working. And what? he came in for something, and he, he had never met me before. And he's, yeah. like, a legit shaman. You can look yeah. up Shaman Dirk. Wow. <laughs> and he came up to me, and he just put his hands on me, and he was like, So many souls pass through your body. Wow. And it's kind of funny because like I really do revisiting what we were saying earlier, um, you know, I feel like sometimes when I just have nothing left, somehow I perk back up again. So
0: you're like drawing from those other souls, strengths, whatever. Who knows?
1: Like there's always there's always there's never an the end of the of the cup for me. I'm always somehow finding a way yeah um and it was kind of a significant my, man that'd be a compliment but it was kind of a significant thing said to me that I do remember quite a bit I remember him, the way he looked at me when he said it yeah it was very matter of fact yeah. and I'm kind of like I'm open to it you know mm-hmm. I'm open to all kinds of things I'm open to talking about anything that, with anybody whatever, sure. whatever they believe or what they don't I'm totally yeah. open um but I I remember that I remember feeling very like you yeah From like a weird moment, yeah. it was a really weird thing to be said to me uh-huh um so I would say that was significant <clears throat> I've had people say all kinds of crazy shit to me to be honest with you like, <laughs> I think that my favorite compliment that I would ever give is somebody like addressing like you know oh my god you you do you work so hard like yeah. look what you've built yeah you you have done this and and you should be proud of it um I've probably pined for that the most mm-hmm. I probably look for that the most in my closest friends and my partner and stuff like that but I don't know
0: well, it's undeniable <clears throat> what you've built and the work and drive that goes into it. Well, it, thanks. Yeah, it's... Do you have M&M's too. <laughs> <laughs> and sunflowers. <some> <laughs> That's, yeah, I you have me in awe. So
1: I just like to abolish the, like, women can't work.
0: Yeah. Or women, women can't have
1: equal pay for equal work. Yeah. Or that women aren't capable of working and having a home. Like, right. I mean, I run my business all day and go home and run my household. Like, yeah. I might not have children, but I have a boyfriend. Right. And dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are like kids. Yeah.
0: See, <laughs> I, have a, I have a friend who, I really appreciate her for saying this and acknowledging this, that it seems to me, and I mean, you and I both have never had kids. We've never been moms. And so I'm not speaking for all moms. But I just have personally felt a lot of times that sometimes like moms look at non-moms and kind of diminish mm-hmm. kind of our our busyness. I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh well, you'll you'll know once you have kids what a busy oh, yeah. day is like.
1: Oh yeah, and it's like, <laughs> You're like well, wait, just because I don't on. have yeah I have multiple jobs. Have, jobs or, yeah, yeah there's I other
0: things I am I'm, I'm pretty sure I know what busy looks yeah. like. so i I'm busy from sunup till sundown like past like yeah sometimes 19 hour days like yeah. they're long days i pour my heart and soul into what i do yeah just because i don't have kids it's a different kind of busy
1: that's our problem i think yes. a lot of women just compare yeah that's our Back problem yeah. you seem to be like you need to meet people where they're at you're a mom and you had a rough day i'm a business owner i had a rough day let's both get drinks right right, exactly <laughs> like, not yeah why is it hard is hard it's hard it's like i don't care for kids and and it's It's a known thing about me. Uh Um, I actually have a really stern rule against it in my salon. I don't allow children to accompany their parents to their appointments. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's honestly in place for you. Yeah, It's in place for you to take your time for yourself to be a better mom so that you have some disconnection and you have some time to vent to an unbiased standby and you have time to feel motivated about your confidence and how you look or how you feel that you look. It's not all vapid, you know, some no, of it is actually very emotional. And I think people around here in particular get highly offended when I yeah. turn children away or turn people away that refuse to read my blatant policy. <laughs> but um, I, I do do it for for women. Because oh, and it's
0: like permission for them it's to absolutely carve some kind yeah, of out
1: I have I have a client whose husband, like, can't even stand you know, to watch the kid for more than two hours and will bring the child to the salon and demand that she doesn't get her blowout or something like that. Oh, man. And I really, listen, y'all, I did have words with him because I, that's who I am. I will yes. defend you. You won't defend yes. yourself. Like yes. You yes. can't give this woman who carried this child, who raises it, who does all, its, all the work surrounding it and your household and probably plays accountant for you too and plays maid and plays chef, you name it, whatever we do that gets shoved under the rug just because maybe we are just moms or something. On top of that, you just can't even give me these two hours so that I can be a better partner and a better mother. Right. Because I'm losing myself. Like, I hear it every day behind the chair. And honestly, it's birth control for me. And I do. Yeah. It's a big fear for me. Yeah. If I were to have a family, yeah. I would have to give up my work because I know how I am. Yeah. So I, I, it's one or the other. I'll probably work till my water breaks, and then I might not ever come back. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'd be like the vegan crazy tiger mom who would be like, "You're too. Why aren't you a doctor yet?" Like, I have given you everything. Will you get it together? Get your shit together. Stanford is open for applications. Okay. Are you not going to carry your weight around the house? The time is changing. Let's go. You were in diapers last week. Eating alone. Why are you still here? So this is why I, I had nothing. <laughs> I can leave my dogs for an <laughs> undisclosed amount of time with no shame or judgment. <laughs> yes. But that what you just said,
0: no shame yeah. or judgment. And um what you said about the non comparison, just accepting people. Yeah. Just celebrating moms. Yeah. God, that's hard. That's a really and hard thing. And celebrating, yeah, and celebrating non-moms if you choose not to have children. Yeah. Being okay with that and accepting people.
1: Just accepting people I'm sure overall. i being too. open-minded. Oh, yeah. I always, oh, you'll change your mind. You'll change oh, your mind. Yeah. Or, oh, or, don't you wish? Or, oh, this. It's like people oh. just bestowing their shit on right. you. Right. And you're almost like, are you saying that because you're miserable? Or are you saying that because you genuinely want me to have this experience? Right. Because you don't live my life and you don't understand what it would change in exactly. my life. Exactly. And... And I'm sorry, guys, but children are a choice.
0: Yes, they are. <laughs> they are. And questioning your fulfillment or lack thereof if yeah. you're not married or if yeah. you don't have kids.
1: I typically have to lead, out here at least, I have to lead with, um, you know, people will say, are you married? And I'll say, no, good choice. I always have to do that now. Yeah, because that's... if I don't, I had a woman call me a harlot once. You remember that story? Oh, gosh, yeah. yes. I had a woman in my chair call me a harlot <laughs> when she asked me about myself. I mean, who wow. does that? People in Idaho, yeah, they do. And so instead of getting, I mean, I, get, I got upset at that moment, but it kind of fueled me to find a way around it. Yeah, to yeah. be that dandelion, if you will, and just find a way to say, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna have to borrow that. I'm gonna, ha- yeah, you know, like <laughs> I'm gonna have to find some resilience in the way that I sp- speak of myself, um, because other people, especially in the community I'm in, are going to be judgmental of me. And right. that's their shit, not mine, but it will affect me. So how can I rise above yeah. it? And instead I find different verbiage.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good yeah. way to do it. Because then I have control. It. I have yes. control in that
1: conversation. Not like, oh, I moved here from my boyfriend. Oh, you little... Blah, 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 right, you know right, what I right. mean? Like Whatever,
0: insert whatever judgment. Exactly. And so. then, yeah, I've had people just directly, like, openly assess me and try oh, yeah. to figure out, like...
1: What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> why, aren't, why aren't
0: you married? Can you not
1: have babies? Yeah, yeah. Are
0: you crazy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they'll be like, oh, like, well, you... You seem normal. I've I mean, had
1: somebody say I that. I know. I'm it doing is doing like yourself. my point. I'm it just like, what gives you the right to I assess know. me by I your know. standards?
0: I know. Oh, my God. And then the people – I think it's beautiful having kids. I think it's beautiful not having kids. And I wish more people were true to themselves because I think we all know people who – maybe having kids wouldn't have been the best choice for them, but they felt pressured to. Yeah. And that's not fair to them. That's not fair to the kids. Nope. And so it's just having the courage to stay true to yourself and to honor, like, where you are. If you don't think that you'll be a good parent, you don't truly want kids, that's okay. Or, like, yeah, check out. Don't do it.
1: Do something different. And if you change your mind, adopt a kid or foster a kid. You know, I say this all the time, and I'm a huge animal lover. I have a lot of animals, but... If I knew where the orphanages were the way I know where the um, animal rescues are, more kids would be adopted. Yeah. I say that all the time. Like, if I actually knew where the foster houses were or if I – well, not the houses. I was probably not need to know information, but you know what I mean? Like, the orphanages yeah. and, like, the and the adoption, like, agencies and stuff. And, and it's so hard to adopt, I mean, even. Yeah. So that's what sucks is we've got these kids who really do need love and do need attention. I don't like babies and little kids, but I like teenagers. I kind of like difficult. I can see you, yeah. I like difficult Being- – yeah Uh you know because I don't know I just like difficulty (laughs) (laughs) are you good at dealing with it I'm looking for a way to inspire to yeah to to make changes to make others uncomfortable because that's how we learn so yeah yeah absolutely and I
0: love I love talking to like-minded people about that you know because you get it and you relate and you understand not that I don't have other but we do, but it's very, very rare that it people is.
1: do. Yeah, I, I miss, like, emotionally intelligent conversation. Yeah. I I have a, a deep, like, longing to go home. I just miss being around people who want to talk politics or want to talk controversial things, who don't get offended if you have an opinion yes. different from theirs. Yes, and yes, And I yes, wish yes. Idaho was more like that, yes. but it's just not. And, no. and I can't solely be, like... People tell me all the time, like, you have to stay here. You have to stay here forever. We need more people like you. and But I can't slowly lead this march. What I can do is be here for a while, try to impact those around me mm-hmm. that are staying, and then I'm going to move on because that's what I do. I, mm-hmm. I move all the time. Right. I open businesses and I... Leave them to the highest por- person in-, in charge, and I move forward and I do it again. Like that's just what I do. I've always done that, and and I like that because I'm kind of a vagabond that way. I get itchy when it's been too long. I've been itchy for like two years now, so <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I, I just want to go. Yeah, yeah. I have other people to say <laughs> So the world needs the me. world needs me back somewhere else with a larger populace. <laughs> no one knows me at the grocery store. <laughs> But, um, yeah, you know, I think, but I think it's just uh, change is inevitable. It's your reaction to it. It's how you choose to react. Again, I'm such a big choice, 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 choice. Yeah. You have so much choice. People don't realize it. And because they don't like the choices they made, they like to, you know, belittle yours yes. or your or act of even saying that.
0: Yeah.
1: And I run into that the most out here is being judged for my choices because the choices others make. Aren't
0: the ones they want? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, you gotta fight against that kind of shit, yes, man. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> you gotta fight gotcha. the man on that.
0: Yeah, you really do. So, gosh, thank you for just being so damn cool for agreeing to do this podcast.
1: Hey, you needed to talk with all, all talk- of your <laughs>
0: <laughs> all you have going on. Thank you for your openness, your honesty with all of it. I mean answers to your questions i could ask you questions all day long i know i
1: love it I was like this so thank fun. you
0: good enjoying. good so again britney owns theory salon mm-hmm. what is the address
1: uh here in pocatello or the yeah. uh it's on 12th and clark so it's 1256 east clark street theory salon and spa that's on instagram facebook twitter and then
0: in vegas she also does um i travel to like, las Vegas. Yeah. i
1: work at habit hair culture uh, also a Davinus salon. So my salon is Davinus and so is uh, that salon. And that one is on uh, South Florida, Apache and Tropicana way up in like the southwest Summerlin Ooh, area. So it's right a little on. more like local area, but I'm there once a month and then I um, sometimes spotlight at Foxtail Salon in Silver Lake in California and East Hollywood. Some kind of All over.
0: Place. Yes, So that's where you know how <laughs> to catch her. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, and thank you. yeah. Thanks for listening to me yap.
0: No, you're the best. Thanks guys. Thanks for tuning in.